You are listening to the Baby You've Got This podcast. My name is Kim Kent. As a health and mindset coach, speaker, and business mentor, my deepest passion and purpose involves empowering and educating women to up-level and transform their mindset so they have the courage, guidance, and belief to achieve their goals and create more success and abundance in their life. You can count on me to be raw, real, and authentically truthful as you listen in today. I love to push beyond the comfort zone and I truly believe that everyone is capable of stepping into their greatness. If you are looking for the tools, the strategies and the inspiration to overcome the things that are holding you back, then you have come to the right place. You can visit my website www.abundanceclub.net to learn about my beautiful online coaching and membership program called Abundance Club. I'm excited to chat with you today as every episode is guaranteed to bring you my fun, crazy, but caring self. Well done for pushing play today. Let's get started. All right. Yay. We are here with the gorgeous Jess Shembri. Guys, I'm so excited for today's episode. Um, And thank you, those of you who are tuning in brand new. Um, This is definitely going to be an epic episode to start with. Um, I've got Jess here. Jess is my coach, my mentor. She has helped me. I think we've been working together two and a half months and already in that time so much has shifted for me so guys I'm gonna let Jess introduce herself because I just know she's gonna do a much better job than I can so welcome Jess to Baby Fuckers. Thanks Kim thanks for having me I'm super grateful and excited to be here with um with your beautiful people that are following you and share some stuff today um so to intro myself, I, um, I, I really have to get better at this because I'm like, at what point do I start my intro? <laughs> how, yeah. do I, how do I condense it? Um, well, at the, mo- at, at the moment, I call myself a possibility agent, um, mainly because I was looking for something that sounded different to coach, mentor, empowerment coach, because I thought, you know what, I like to be different. Um, so I pushed the I pushed the brain to a new level and created that as my title. But um, but I, I'm a coach and a mentor. I coach people around business, around mindset, around all the things that kind of come together to help us create more successful lives. And so that's why I kind of led towards calling myself a possibility agent because it's something that I'm so passionate about is just helping people realize that they've got so much potential and that. The truth is, is anything is possible. It's proven continuously. It's been proven over time. Um, I love, you know, hooking in and really sewing into stories around people who have suffered with huge adversity and struggle. And when you see the success stories that often come out of crazy, crazy trauma and adversity, it just, it's a constant reminder that we are really capable of anything and that anything is possible. And so that's what I aim to do with the people I work with. I have a ton of, I suppose, background story. I'm 36 years old. I've been full-time in the coaching space in the capacity I'm now for around two years, but I've been coaching for around six years in total. Um, I, just, I just had never kind of made that decision to go full-on, full full-time coaching until two years ago. And... I've had a couple of different careers before that. I've been through lots of different stages in my life, but now I coach people in a few different capacities. So I have like 
a membership group where you can actually be coached as a group with me every single Monday night, which is really, really super cheap and easy um, to be a part of. And then I go right up to high level clients like Kim that I work with that, you know, we get to chat regularly and I work closely with my clients in that capacity with all the things, business, mindset, and empowerment. So that's kind of a little bit of a little bit of a bio. I don't I know if it. there's much more I can say, except I swear a lot. <laughs> I'm blatantly yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why we've attracted like when like actually guys kind of backtracking, I've known Jess for four, three or four years. Yeah. About four and years. Yeah. About four years. And you know, I was attracted to you to um, get your coaching and work with you because I saw so much of myself in you. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're like the same person. You just have more experience. <laughs> and, um, and I love it. So, and you guys know, like I swear, me and Jess, we both will swear. Them, you know, every time I actually acknowledge the fact that we might swear on an episode, I am the most polite. You know, when oh, you talk you about it and then you don't, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then and you end up not swearing. Yeah. <laughs> So we're just, I love it. And you're like me, we're like, okay, let's give a bio of ourselves. How can we do that in two and th- two or three sentences? It's just not exactly possible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're a possibility agent. We can make it possible, but yeah. That's no, I love right. that. <laughs> well, we're going to chat. That's all right. Um, well, today we're going to chat. I know we were discussing this before we got on and we're like, oh my gosh, there's so much we can cover there's so much of your experience that falls under that baby. You've got this category or umbrella. Um, and what came up was we're going to talk a bit more about like intuition and trusting our gut and, and having faith and whatnot. And this is something I actually had a post about it this morning. Um, I thought about guys, you know how I did a trip to India in March. Jess and I both went to this India trip and a lesson I learned in India was like, everything is going to be okay. But I, I, actually felt it um in india like i tell my, i've been telling myself that for the last 29 years but never believed it and even since it's been five months and it's like i've kept not like i've kept it i have kept that feeling so i think this is i think i believe in synchronicity so this happened to me this morning remembering this thought and we're going to talk about it now um so share with that yeah let's just start talking about it what did you want to yeah talk about with that um that was cool. I mean, I, I have my own podcast and so I've talked on so many topics and I feel, I feel confident in a lot of topics in terms of being able to share my knowledge and, and share my opinions and share what I know to be true. But, um, but recently, I suppose I'll give you a bit of backstory as to where I'm at and what's been happening in my life, which might help give some context. But um, I, um, I'm a mum to two little kids. So I've got a a nearly nine-year-old daughter and a nearly three-year-old son. So two and eight and they keep me super, super busy. And in the last, I suppose you'd call it in the last couple of months, I've had a separation with my hubby who I was married to for 11 years with for 14 years. And so there has been a lot of turbulence and kind of, I suppose you could call it upset or stress or those types of things. Things have been changing for me. Um, and, you know, it was, it was definitely something for me that was my decision, but I really like to openly acknowledge that in any kind of separation or breakup or anything like that, there is always two sides to every coin. There was in no way, shape or form um, like any kind of 
hatred or anything that was left behind. We're actually, although we're going through our ups and downs, we're definitely proud of how we're, I suppose, showing up as happy, healthy adults is the best way I would describe it in terms of knowing that it is super important for us to put our differences aside and to understand that our children are our number one priority and for them to see us as the role models we desire to be. And so, you know, not to make it all about my breakup in particular, but there's definitely lessons I've been able to learn over the years in my relationship and in lots of different areas where intuition has come into play and where listening to that like deep inner voice has come to play. Um, but for me, in terms of in terms of our relationship breakdown, I when we made that decision, I think it came. I think it was a shock to a lot of people because we definitely. I think people thought we were like the power couple, and we used to both be photographers. And I think there was definitely a lot of assumptions from the outside world. But in the end, um, when talking on marriage, and I'm getting better at talking about these things because I, you know. I talk a lot and that's part of what I do. One thing I've come to terms with now is that successful marriage doesn't always mean longevity. It, it means being true and in alignment with yourself. And so, yeah, when we kind of started, when Kim said, well, what, what can we talk about? I was like, oh gosh, there's so many topics, but intuition is something that is something that's really potent in my life at the moment because I've been teaching and training myself to listen to it. I even got my little um, tattoo recently, which is my eye of intuition to keep me anchored back into, into what that really, really means. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm like so immersed in your story and you talking, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> You're here. So, <laughs> I'm here. So what is it that like right now for you then? with all this going on, what are you finding? Talk us through how you're tapping into your intuition because I, th I, I believe, and I know you will agree on this too, is the reason we do need to become aware and conscious and tap into our intuition because things take over, things happen, challenges arise or, you know, the, the downs come on or whatever, whatever you want to call them. And we can let our emotions control us and they can run wild and we can go down these spirals and things can get out of hand. So our intuition is always there, but if we're not conscious of it or aware or awake and focusing on it, we, we can't use it to our advantage, I guess. That's how I yeah. would say it. So how have you been, how have you needed to use yours through this? Um, mm. And then can you go into more like, yeah, what you've done and how it's helped you. So you're kind of giving, us listeners th th these tools as well or this awareness for ourselves so we can use it going forward yeah definitely um I should have been writing notes as you were speaking because I was like yeah I'm <laughs> going to talk about this this and this um there's a couple of things that I think oh there's one thing that I'll briefly touch on I think that at the moment we we are living in a society where we unfortunately have been taught not to listen to our intuition not to listen to our gut and without going on a, you know, conspiracy theory rant, um, I'm, I'm, one, I'm a person who hasn't watched television for the last five years. I have a TV. We put ABC Kids on in the morning for my kids while I'm in the shower. But other than that, um, in terms of consuming media, I'm very careful with that type of thing. Um, whereas obviously like my generation or my, my parents' generation, the news was on every single night and 
and so we we have grown up for however long the television and the news has been around being kind of taught and this is a bit on a deeper level but being taught that we can we we don't need to tap into our own intuition because what we can do is we can just trust what other people are telling us and so this is on a bigger picture something that we actually deal with on so many different levels and so many different scales because we read newspapers, we read social media, we look at Facebook, someone says something about something and we automatically think, well, they, they look like they know what they're talking about because they're, they're on news or they've got an official Facebook page. I might listen to that person. And so it's not, it's actually quite a complex subject because it's not just as simple as being like, tune in and have a listen. It's like your whole blueprint and upbringing is to trust other people, not yourself. And so yeah. it is a big, it is a big fucking deal, this intuition stuff. Um, and I think I heard a, um, I heard a podcast. It was, oh, it would have been a couple of years ago. I believe it was an Oprah soul session one around intuition. And it was a recording of one of her old television shows, um, one of her old episodes and there was a guy that had come on and you'll have to I can't I can't be quoted because it was a while ago but this was one of the first moments or I suppose like points of awakening for me where I was like oh I've felt this way before and I've done this so this guy was actually talking about how he did a study and it was of women who had been attacked or raped or some sort of abuse or had their car stolen or held at gunpoint or things like that and so he did this series of of surveys and interviews with people who had experienced things like that and every single person said that there was a point where their gut instinct intuition kicked in and they knew like deep down like run like don't open the door like they felt it and then they acknowledged that they pushed it down, pushed it aside, didn't listen, and then continued. And there was this one story where this lady had talked and it really, it actually gets me quite emotional, but she had come to like out to her front yard. And I think what had happened again, it was a couple of years ago, but basically there was a guy there that had said he was here to do some work or something and he needed to come inside and and she just inherently knew, it gives me goosebumps, that mm. her husband would have told her if a guy was coming to do work and he asked for something and she had this moment and anyway, this person proceeded to attack and rape her and, you know, obviously or some, something yeah. happened that was awful. Um, and I remember listening to that podcast and just thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I, I started to just think about all the times where I had done that you know, like, and small and big, but there's been a few times in my life where I've, I've listened to how I'm feeling and I've stood by it, you know, and I've gone, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go to that dinner. I need to lay in bed tonight. Like that's a small example of what, what intuition is, right? Listening to our gut. But then there were so many times like when I would assess it and I'd be like, I wasn't, I wasn't in tune with what I needed and what was my gut and what was my intuition and what, and what I think, especially as women, but I definitely believe men as well would experience this. I think we just tend to lower our ability 
to be in touch with that side, to have that, you know, like there's a lot of talk now about everyone being able to do their light work, being light workers. And, and, and I think we're just taught that we shouldn't, we shouldn't believe that we know shit and we actually do know shit. I think yeah. that it's just a matter of how much we squash it all down. Well, I think we've been so educated and I speak for myself definitely with this, that I've always been someone growing up, have to learn, have to learn all of like in my head, knowledge, knowledge. Um, don't be connected to my body. Don't, if something comes up, you know, that, you know, that deep feeling where we're like, we know something's off. We go into this over analytical state and, you know, analyze it. Oh, but I've been taught differently. So this is just weird. Or is there something wrong with me? Because I'm feeling something different to what I've been taught. And I have had so many, like, my 20s have literally been me breaking the last half of my 20s. Me, not, I want to say the word fighting because it's felt like a fight from gut to brain. Like, mm. no, Kim, your brain might be saying one thing, but this is what your gut's saying. Listen to your gut now rather than just letting your ego, or I call my brain my ego. Yeah, that makes sense to me anyway. But I think so many of us can relate to having those gut feelings. Oh, do you actually, a bit of a tangent. I remember being in school and people would talk about the, having that gut feeling, but it was like a woo-woo thing. Like they made it like it's all spiritual and woo-woo and that's for crazy people. I actually just had a bit of a flashback. Yeah, had a little bit of a deja vu or something. Deja, <laughs> I don't, like that's, yeah, when I was growing up, like when I was a kid, trust your gut feeling was all like what the hippies and the spiritual people did. Yes. Which now we realize, no, they're just like connected and connected to themselves mm. and listening to themselves. So, anyway, yeah. a bit of a tangent. Yeah. But. yeah. <laughs> no, and I think, um, I think for me, like there have been lots of different times in my life where I've, I've definitely been able to acknowledge that I knew something wasn't right. Um, even, even when it comes down to um, experiencing like, guilt or shame and and those types of emotions a lot of the time it's because we're not listening it's because we're not tuning in because we're doing something to please somebody else instead of for ourselves right um and so sometimes like things like really simple things can can come into that like i kind of referenced before like do i feel like going out tonight or do i not but i'm sure everyone can relate to just doing things cuz everyone else is doing them right yeah so when you're in your in your 20s it's like we'll all go take a drug or we'll all go get drunk or we'll all jump off the top of jump off the side of a boat or whatever you know like it's silly things um but sometimes like inherently you're like i don't really want to do this so why am i doing it and then i think as we get older i think that's kind of like you know, our teens to twenties. But then I feel like as I've gotten older, I've really had to assess within myself at a deeper level, like how powerful is my instinct and am I willing to be brave enough to listen to it a hundred percent all of the time? And that's probably the biggest and hardest part of actually saying, I'm going to trust my instinct here. Yeah. To the point Actually, where yeah go ahead i was like this is um synchronicity the popping up because we've i've talked about this a couple of episodes ago it's something i'm going to talk about again soon and we both talk about it on our social media it's the people pleasing like we are actually conditioned to people please every other person in this world but ourselves so mm. 
people, what people want to do, and I know I've been here, is like, yeah, I want to trust my gut intuition, but I don't want to let anyone else down or I don't want to piss anyone else off. And that's the, the battle there as well, where we're choosing other people, we're choosing to people please over trusting ourselves. So maybe that's another way to look at it as well. If anyone's listening and they're like, oh, okay, I want to get more in tune with my gut, but how do I do it? Another way is, is if you do something and it's as little as you've been invited, um, like, on the weekend, I got invited to one of my good friends' hen's party. But I have, I just knew that, like, I, didn't, I, I just had that feeling like, oh, I don't really want to go. I would only be going to please her. Um, I had some other stuff going on personally anyway. And I knew, I'm like, you know what, that's actually more important to me. And if I explain that to her and, like, be the nice friend and do that, I know it's going to be okay. And I chose to please yeah. myself and trust my gut then people please her and, and rock up and have a shit time and there mm. and you know it, yeah I feel like we get caught up and I actually have to say a lot of my friends still do this and I'm really grateful to say a lot of my best friends we've been able to talk about this and all grow through this and realize where we people please and catch ourselves out so we can start tuning in with our intuition and what we want for ourselves or what's going to be best for ourselves from you know the most loving space so yeah yeah well, how did and you? It does. Yeah. It takes a strong woman to do that. It yeah. really, like, it's not an easy thing to say, oh, what, what I need and what I'm feeling matters. Yeah. So let's chat about so, what's going on for you with what's going on for you right now? How are you? Because if anyone's going through something, it might not be a separation, but it's something where you're feeling stuck with, well, maybe you're afraid. I think that's a good word, afraid or have that fear of trusting yourself because you don't want to let others down. How are you, is there anything you are doing physically to help you stay aligned with your intuition and making sure, you know, others aren't going to get hurt, but you're also not going to hurt yourself. What do you find is yeah. working for you right now? Yeah. Um, look, I think following, following in the footsteps of saying, it, what is it that I need? And this is actually something that when I had a, a couple of psychology appointments not that long ago, which by the way, is a positive thing. I think so many people feel like seeing a psychologist is a admitting failure thing. And I'm like, no, it's a being, it's a being a boss of your life thing. It's just like hiring a coach. Um, same thing. It doesn't mean you need your admitting failure. It actually means you're stepping into a, a higher self. Um, and so, yeah, I had seen a psychologist to really get to the bottom of some of the things that I was questioning within myself. And I remember kind of saying, well, this is happening and that's happened. And I feel like, especially in my relationship, I had a really big lesson to learn around what were my expectations? I really hate the word expectations, but were the things I wanted from a partner reasonable and they, I would prefer to call them requests versus expectations because people seem to think that's a, a dirty word. But were those requests reasonable? And how solid was I going to be in creating, and this is another bit of an it word, I hate the it words, but it, they are what they are. It, this is a, a lesson in creating boundaries, right? And if you are just listening to this off the bat, don't go to your partner and be like, I'm going to create some boundaries now. Because they'll just be like, well, what fucking coach have you been listening to today? So it's about not, not actually, I mean, if we're talking about men and women, men often do need you to be very clear in terms of what the boundary is. I remember when we were in India, actually, I was sitting with um, 
with one of the guys and um, he's a bit of an older guy as well. And he said to me, the thing with men is you need to write it like on a poster for them to understand that you're serious. Like you can't just say it. You need to be like, this is serious. <laughs> so yeah. for me, I had taken that on board. He actually said men are kind of dumb and they, they really need it spelt out in black and white. And I was like, well, it's coming from a man. So that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but when it comes to boundaries, um, it's not drawing boundaries from a place of I'm trying to have the upper hand in this relationship. And this comes to like couple sexual relationships and friendships and relationships at work and relationships with anyone, anyone at all. Right. Um, it's not about being a hard ass and going, well, this is my boundary, but it's actually about understanding that if you in your mind create a boundary about what you are or are not willing to tolerate, be around, etc. Then if you, if you draw a line in the sand, not in the concrete, it's not a boundary. It's just a fucking words, right? It's just you saying something, but doing something else. And so what happens in that case is then if we haven't created firm boundaries about uh, around what we want, then we won't be able to, we won't be able to then have people understand us. So then that's where intuition kind of tapped in for me was that I was creating certain expectations or requests or boundaries within my relationship, for example. And that for some of those things, my partner didn't want to meet me where I wanted him to meet me. And so then that niggling feeling came in like, well, maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I, maybe my expectations are too high, but my deep down intuition knew, no, this is, it's going to have to end. You're, you are worthy of what you desire. Um, so a lot of what I was doing, and I still do it, is I meditate twice daily. I do transcendental meditation, which is TM. It's silent meditation. But um, I also found that self-compassion meditation was really helpful when I was trying to really tap in to answer those questions of like, is what I believe to be true okay? What do I need from my life? What do I require right now? And if, if, there is a, if there is an inner dialogue or a voice in the back of my head or a gut instinct, why am I not following it? Why am I not listening to this voice? What's got me to this point where I'm doubting that within myself? Like, where did that happen? When did that start? And so a lot of the time and I'm probably talking at way too many things at once, but a lot of the time it is really about getting curious with your own behavior and going, well, if I know I'm not good at following my own intuition and listening to my gut instinct, when did I first have a time when someone made me doubt myself or what are the behaviors that I am doing that are making me doubt myself, which is often seeking approval from other people watching social media watching mainstream media, letting other people make choices for you. Maybe um, there was a point when you were a kid where someone, a parent or someone said like, see, I told you you couldn't do that on your own or I told you you should have done it this way. And so, you know, those little things over time beat a person down to a point where they're like, I don't, I can't really do anything on my own. I can't really make decisions without calling my dad or checking in with a friend or, asking if my hubby, like if, if I look okay in this or, you know, and so that 
over time that worth muscle gets beaten down a bit. And so other than like daily practices to bring yourself, you know, back into alignment, some people that won't just, that won't work for it's, it's too fluffy. They're not there yet. They haven't done the deeper work. And so the deep work is like, if I feel this and this is important and I'm pretty sure that what these girls are talking about is something I relate to, then I need to find where that entry point started or I need to start connecting to the times I feel like I'm moving away from my intuition and my gut. What's going on there? What language is being used around me that's causing me to doubt myself? Yeah. I'm like, I know I've been, everything you've said, I've experienced, this is my journey that I'm going on too. So, um, and I love, I love how you said with our intuition and it's such a good reminder linking it to, are we seeking validation? Because that's been, Mm. It's so funny because people who have listened to my story, like I'm the person who's always come across as the confident high achiever, but my whole life I've always seeked validation and significance and recognition because it was beat out of me from a kid. If that mm. sounds weird when I said that, yeah. you know what I mean? And I'm yeah. going through the last few years. It's As in you felt that wasn't there for you as I a child. I felt it, yeah. And I gave up on it's like I gave up my gut intuition so early because I was like, well, I need something on the outside to validate what I'm thinking or what I'm doing. And even like, I still go through this, even Jess being my coach, I'll message her and be like, Hey, can you just check over this? That, um, and I was like, I know I'm getting validation from her. I might being aware of it, but I'm like, I, I'm going through the process of now, like if I want something, someone else to approve something, I already approve of it myself and I just want to get a second opinion. So that's where I'm at, which I think is good. So maybe some people listening, if you're at a space where you, the, it's going to be too challenging or too hard right now to just give up external validation because it's definitely, it's a habit, you know, where it's ingrained in us, you know, maybe just before we go out looking for the hubby to say, do I look okay? Or the friend to whatever it is, right, to approve something. Let's approve it ourselves first. Like what do we actually think? And I actually catch myself as well knowing that I'll have that intuition feeling of actually this isn't okay. But then I'm like, oh, do I listen to myself or should I just go get the advice from someone else to make sure I'm right? So it's, I think it's a good, it's good practice to become aware of those thoughts as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think, I think one thing that can come from that and one thing, I mean, just in terms of what I went through, like in terms of my separation, it was, in some ways I could say it was a long time coming. There were lots of little things that were happening. It wasn't like one big thing changed everything. There was just, there was this slow and steady um, misalignment that was happening yeah. in the relationship. And so there was one thing here, there was one thing there, there was another thing over here, there's a couple of things over there. And then again, like that was, that was all these little things that really just, I just didn't listen to. I just quietened all the, the noise down and I didn't follow my intuition. Now, if I was more aligned with myself, I would have been able to say four or five years ago, what's happening now? I don't like this, but I had this, uh, underlying faith that things would work out around me, but I wasn't willing to step up and go, 
no, that's not okay. I don't like that. I want that to change. This isn't how I see my life moving forward. Just letting you know now, because my self-worth was a bit low and that's where that validation can come in as well um, of going, oh, what do you think? And so when I was actually discussing things with girlfriends, for example, I was pretty lucky in terms of my relationship. I would, you know, need to have, have rants and all those things, have vents. And I was pretty lucky because a couple of my friends who I hold in really high esteem, and I was also very careful of who I discussed my things with. But one person in particular said to me, I'm like, what do you think? What would you tolerate? And I remember like, as the words came out of my mouth, I thought, am I basing my decisions on my life on what she would tolerate? Because I held her in a high esteem, I was like, well, she'll know. How, did, yeah. how would you, what would you do? And, and luckily for me, my friends are pretty smart. And she was like, that's actually a question I can't answer for you. That's a question you need to answer for yourself. What I would do and what you would do would be different. Whereas a lot of people who might be going through something similar, a relationship breakdown or some confusion with a dynamic with a friend or a family member is you would have a friend go, just leave him. He's an idiot, which is not what you need to hear when you're in a confused and emotional state, you need to be told to go back into yourself, listen to your own intuition, tap into what you need out of your life, get clear around your values, all those different things. Right. But I think as well, one thing that I'll share in my experience is that I think the, the longer you push down the corks of intuition, like there's that saying, you know, corks in a bucket of water you can only hold down so many corks for so long before they're going to start popping up because you've only got two hands and it's the same with emotions and and underlying issues and depths of all that and I think that this is one thing that I've really I've really learned and you know I'm a coach and you know a lot of people think that us coaches have our shit together but I always say it's just a matter of you learn what you most get to want to teach and yeah I'm so grateful for all of those lessons and perceived hard times because technically without going through it, I would never be able to understand it. Um, but what I realized is that if you push down too many corks and you, and you quieten all the noise down too often, then the universe is just going to make the noise louder until you hear the noise. Right. So I remember once, um, it wasn't that long ago. I can't really talk about all the big specifics, but a feeling of intuition that was so strong that made me do something that I probably, it's almost like I was, I was surprised in myself, but it was because I felt so I could physically feel my, like my stomach churning. So the, the level of intuition was probably more at a point where like those ladies that I spoke to were not that I was experiencing anything like abuse or anything, but the feeling of like actual, not just a mind body thing, but a physical body churning. That's when you really know your intuition is like, hello, why aren't you listening? And mine came to do with a, with a thing and, and just a simple answer that I wanted to be answered truthfully. And I, And I knew that like deep down, I just wanted this answer and I knew I wasn't getting the answer I wanted. And the truth was, is that it didn't matter what the answer was. I knew the answer. 
I wasn't an idiot. My intuition was correct. So why was I trying to force an answer out of somebody that I was never going to get? Because exactly. deep down yeah. I knew, right? And that as time went on was confirmed to me in other ways. But I was like, I knew this. Like I could physically feel it within my body. Like that I knew this was the way I thought it was. I knew I had to make change. And so, yeah, sometimes I feel like if we leave it too long, then we, we never get... Um, we never actually, um, we never get the message until it's like loud and like, yeah. clear. And then you're like, oh, I should have listened earlier before I maybe avoided all this. Another this, way. Stressful situation. Exactly. Well, another way, guys, if you might feel like, oh, how do I, how do I know if my intuition is telling me something? If you get to a point where you get that feeling, like Jess was saying, where it's like, oh my gosh, you know, when. I'm like, I just brain farted <laughs> how, mm-hmm. you know, it's there and you really feel, but you know, the answer, cause I've had this happen where I know it, but I still go ahead and follow the norm of what I would normally do or try and get the answer or still people please and not think of myself. And then I get this massive frustration and anxiety come up and you know, when you, and you want to search and blame other things. And I've had these breakdowns and usually towards my husband and he's like what the fuck Kim like what's going on like you were just fine and I'll try and take it down on him and find all the things he's done wrong to blame why I'm feeling like this and I realized that I just haven't listened to myself for some kind of whatever situation it was and I've just gone ahead and, and ignored my intuition gone and people please and then I feel like I'm just so drained and angry and then all these do you know that that when that happens and you just feel like everything's shits hit the fan but I created that myself because I didn't listen in the first place I tried to control everything and look those control freaks who are listening you know I'm a massive control freak I love control (laughs) it's when I try and control everything which is my ego and not listen to my gut it's the thinking I have everything in control it's I create the most opposite effect and I lose control of everything and then all the anxiety comes so yeah Yes, listen, point of today, guys, listen to your gut. Yes, but yes. And I love that. Is there anything else you wanted to end on? Because we've been chatting now for, I think it's about 40 minutes and yeah, we've done good. Yeah. (laughs) I was just like, far Um, out. We're on a roll. It's great. Yeah, Yeah. it is. Um, No, I think, I hope that's just added lots of value. But I think the biggest thing that I would suppose leave you guys with is just, take a lesson and make it one of your goals long-term to really just tap back into the knowing that your brain, your heart, your soul actually is those thoughts you have, those feelings you have, they're valid. The curiosity you have is valid. It's okay to question things. It's okay to wonder if there's a different perspective and this is something that I I really am focusing on with my daughter at the moment because we have so much happening in our world and you know like just the other day there was you know there was talk of of COVID there was talk of vaccinations there was talk of child trafficking there was talk of um what else was there 5g <laughs> and i was like wow like my child is growing up in a little bit of a crazy time right now and she's eight so she's listening to a lot of stuff she can overhear things and the chinese are taking over tiktok that's what she heard on the news at my at my dad mum and dad's house the other day 
So they're really open um, and hearing lots of stuff. And so one thing that I've been making um, a real point of with her, and I think this is something I wish I was taught at a young age, was just be curious with everything. Be curious with absolutely everything. Don't take things with a grain of salt. Don't take things as gospel. Like that's what tapping into your intuition and your truth and your alignment is really about is curiosity, you know, because we, we believe things to be true because that's what we believe. It's like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like you can be having an argument with someone, you can see someone acted a certain way and go, oh, that person's this way. Are they that way? Or do they maybe have a multitude of things going on that day that made them that way? Um, so curiosity is something is something that you can really work on. And hopefully that helps you then expand your mind, which then will open space up for that intuition to kick back in because you're not so linear thinking. So, yeah, that's my long last point of the day. <laughs> No, I love it. It's so relevant. So thank you so, so much for giving your time and your wisdom and your story and your experience and all that. And I know everyone loved it. And guys, if you did love it, which I know you did, I'm sure you did, take a screenshot, share, you can tag. Um, well, all of Jess's links will be in the show notes. So you can follow her on her social media and check out all of her goodness. Um, and yeah, take a photo, take a photo and tag us tag us in your Instagram. We can reshare and you can just never know. Like I always ask, I always say every episode, like whoever's listening, like no matter how much value you took from this episode, who do you know that needs to hear this? Cause mm. like every time, even I hear this, I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to share this with this friend, this friend, this friend. Like I'd love for them to hear this content. Um, yeah. So yeah, we definitely encourage sharing, sharing the wisdom in the stories. Yeah, so thank you. That's so true. Thanks for having me, Kim. It's been fun. That's all right. Hey, babe, thank you for tuning in today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I absolutely loved it. So just a reminder that our podcast is brought to you by Abundance Club. So this is my group coaching where you receive weekly mindset, nutrition, and health coaching to really up-level your life and create more self-worth, self-love, and confidence. So you can check out the website at www.abundanceclub.net. You can also check out our brand new 30-day wellness challenge. Uh, our first one is launching in September 2020. So if you're listening to this in August 2020, you still have time to register. There is a $500 cash prize up for grabs. Just a reminder to hit subscribe so you are always in the loop when a new episode drops. And honestly, I am so, so grateful that I could give you this time and content as you listen in today. And remember to leave a heart-filled review and five sparkly stars. If you're listening through iTunes or leave your love-filled comment in the comment section below, by this process, you're contributing to the bigger vision and impact of inspiring and helping women just like you to grow their success and their mindset. And don't forget to leave your Instagram handle so we can give you a shout out, take a screenshot, share in your stories, you know, to create more abundance and love and self-worth in your life. It's all about giving and paying it forward and sharing the wisdom and advice that you learn that has already added value to your life. So let's add some value to some other people's and people who we care about and please share. It honestly means the world to me. Um, if you leave a review, 
Um, so if you could please take that time, like I would just be forever grateful. And yeah, I will chat to you guys in our next episode. I hope you have the most amazing day.